My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. An Erio's original. Hello and welcome to Web Crawlers, the podcast where we do a deep dive into some of our favorite unsolved mysteries. Each week we will introduce our topic, lay out our research and findings, reveal some conspiracy theories, and conclude with our own hypothesis. Who knows, we might even solve a case. I am Ali Siegel. I'm Melissa Stettin. And I'm producer Maria. She's on a journey. So if she sounds, if her audio sounds a little <laughs> weird, she's uh, on a journey somewhere. Um, <laughs> Web Crawlers has a Patreon to get access to rewards, bonus episodes, shout outs, merch discounts. Please go to patreon.com slash web crawlers. You can donate as little as $2 a month to become one of our bimbo patrons. Also, Melissa and I are going to record like seven uh, episodes next week. Those will drop soon. Um, And then also I was thinking, Melissa, um, what if for our like five and ten dollar patrons, we did like a Zoom where they could Zoom with us? That's a great idea. Yeah. So if you're one of our top patrons, uh, look for uh, we'll drop a Zoom link and you guys could zoom live with us which is like so cool i also want you guys to do that that call-in show yes yes yeah we we'll gotta yes. do that yes we'll yeah but this that. will be different and special for our patrons yeah 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 for um sure. also if you want to tip us <laughs> you if you want to like tip us a dollar like 
cool show. Here's a dollar. Like you would like, you know, how they say like tip your servers, tip your bartenders. Go to supporter.acast.com slash web crawlers. If you tipped us for every episode, like a dollar, then like if you tipped us a dollar for listening to the episode, then we would get $3 a week. There's four weeks in a month. So that's, um, I can't do the math, but if we <laughs> We get, have over a hundred episodes out. Did you know that? Oh my God. Wow. Are you serious? We're over a hundred episodes. That's crazy. We should have celebrated for a hundred. And we're going, we're close to our one year anniversary. Oh, oh my, my God. God. We should do an anniversary show. I will show. M- Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> tell them, Allie. They'll do it if you tell them. No. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. If you give us a five star review, screenshot and DM it to us, and we will shout you out on the podcast. Also, Erios has a hotline. The number is. 626-604-6262. It's really been popping off. We now have mailbag episodes, so please leave us a message. Melissa, who are our patrons? We have Lauren V, Maxim G, Shy, and Jim C. Nice. Thank you, guys. We really appreciate your patronage. What is our main story for the day? Our main story is a Canadian mystery. Oh, eh? Hey. <laughs> what is it? A boot? Uh, what's it? It's a boot. I am married to a Canadian, so I am half oh, Canadian. I thought he was Swiss. Well, he was born in Switzerland, but he is... This seems suspect. Oh, my God. But he... <laughs> He's a catfish. Sorry, Melissa. <laughs> I'm married to a catfish. He's born in Switzerland, but he grew up in Canada. He's got he has a Canada um, passport, Can- Canadian passport, Canada pass. It's can- he's Canadian. 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 Okay, our okay, main cool. story on July seventh, two thousand eleven, the body of sixty-nine year old Richard Oland nice. was found in the office of his investment firm in New Brunswick, Canada. Discovered by his personal assistant, Richard had been bludgeoned to death. He was the CEO of Moosehead Breweries. He was a pillar of the community, and his family was one of the wealthiest in New Brunswick. His son was charged with the murder, but a botched police investigation led to the verdict being overturned. The trial also ended up costing taxpayers $1.6 million. So who killed Richard Oland? Let's Let's get into it. The death of Richard Oland in St. John eight years ago shocked the city. Richard Oland was one of New Brunswick's best-known businessmen. Police are executing a search warrant at the home of Dennis Oland. The son of Richard Oland charged him with second-degree murder. Did you... No, did you do it? No. Okay, so Richard Oland, he was the son of Philip Oland, who was the chairman and CEO of Moosehead Breweries, which is the largest Canadian-owned brewery. Uh, So this Moosehead Brewery, their estimated revenue in 2016 was $263 million. They're like a, a huge brewery. Whoa. So in 1980, Richard became the vice president of Moosehead Breweries, But there was a falling out between Richard, his older brother, Derek, and their father, which led to Richard just leaving the company altogether. 
Wow. And so he went out on his own and he became a successful businessman nonetheless. And he founded three companies and his net worth was around $37 million. Jesus Christ. So this murder. So Richard's body was discovered in his office at Far End Corporation's Canterbury Street in Uptown St. John's office by his personal assistant. She came in and saw him. So he was bludgeoned to death, and the crime scene was brutal. One of the sergeants said it was the bloodiest crime scene he had ever seen. Next to me having sex on my period. Exactly. Allie, no. (laughs) You... Look, it, it gets messy. Every single wall in the office had blood splatter on it along... Along with his desk, his chair, and his computer. I'm telling you. Uh, the blood had soaked through three layers of flooring. Jesus Permeating Christ. the ceiling of the office below. Oh, my God. <gasps> Can oh you imagine God. looking That's up and seeing like blood. a blood stain? You're like, something's not right. That's horrible. <laughs> well, how much blood is in the human body? Like how many quarts or whatever? Let's or Google. How many- that's a Gal- good gallons? question. Because nice. then you think of it like if there was a leak in the office, like how far down could that go? I'd say there's at least 20 Whoa. pints, 20 pints of blood. How much <laughs> blood twenty is pints. in your body? Four gallons. I say um, there's 25 no. gallons of blood in the body. You guys are so off. It's so crazy. <laughs> adults will have approximately one to 1.5 gallons of blood in their body that's it (laughs) well then how could it soak through the floor girl i don't know maybe Hmm. uh, i don't know good question (laughs) 75 yeah (laughs) 75 gallons you have like legit one (laughs) because you're mostly water i think yeah Let's how see many how, much Maybe water, that's through. how much water is in your body. <laughs> I think in the body, there's about 75 gallons of water in the body. <laughs> no. How many gallons? <laughs> you know, of... you can drown yourself by drinking too much water. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the human body is 14 gallons of water, 1.5 oh, gallons kidding. of blood. So it's probably more blood it looks bloodier because all the water is rushing out right. of your body it's too. all the goo and stuff what yeah i'm not a forensic person i'm a podcaster you're not <laughs> everything is copied from wikipedia come on come on <laughs> so whoever committed this murder would be covered in blood yes or water or water <laughs> or water <laughs> he, they were be, whoever, whoever committed this murder would be dripping wet would be drenched <laughs> So Richard's <laughs> skull was fractured in multiple places, and his hands, neck, and head had over 45 wounds on them. And oh my God. some of the wounds were caused by blunt force and others by a blade of some sort, but no weapons were found at the crime scene. Okay, so then there's the investigation. The police interviewed members of the Oland family. Richard's wife, Connie, said she last saw him the morning he was murdered right before he went to work. She said it wasn't unusual for Richard to not return home after work. 
Unbeknownst to her, Richard had been having an affair for eight years. Yeah. How do you not know your husband's having an eight-year affair? I don't know. Um, They interviewed Richard's son, Dennis, for over five hours. And the entire interview is online. Yeah, it's online. And I, I skimmed through some of it, but it was interesting. Wow. Um, Dennis admitted to being the last person to see Richard alive. He also said he had a complicated relationship with his father. He admitted that his father was a difficult person to deal with and that Dennis believed that he did not live up to his father's expectations. Who among us do? Mm -hmm. Police had interviewed Dennis the day after the body was discovered. They had asked Dennis what he was wearing the night of the murder, to which Dennis replied that he hadn't changed and he was wearing the same clothes that he was wearing at that moment. Security cameras did confirm that Dennis was wearing the same clothes the day after the murder as he was when being questioned. Cell phone records were submitted showing Richard's phone, which had been missing since he was murdered, had pinged off of a tower at 6.44 p.m. on July 6, 2011, after Dennis left Richard's office. And near the location, Dennis said he had stopped after visiting his father. Right. So did Dennis take his father's cell phone with him? Yeah, weird. Now, it's important to note that Richard Olin did have this mistress. Mm-hmm. So Richard Olin was having an eight-year-long affair with Diana Sedlakek. Um, She says she tried to reach him repeatedly on the evening of July 6, 2011. Uh, the night he was bludgeoned to death. She texted him a few times. Uh, at 11, 12 p.m., she texted him saying, pathetic. Um, and the following morning, when she still got no response, she texted him again saying, what the hell is going on with you? She also said, I have a lot of men who would love to be with me. Ooh. And, and she also said, answer the damn phone. I will call you at your house. Uh-oh. Don't do that. That's a threat. That's a threat. Yeah, that's a threat. Uh, She allegedly found out about the murder because she had a hair appointment the next day, and she went to his office to see why he wasn't answering her text. Apparently, it was really like he would always answer, like their relationship was good. Mm -hmm. And the police were at his office, and his car was being towed away, and she knew something was very wrong. She also was married and had been married for like right. 25 years. Right. Um, but she and her husband were never suspects in uh, this murder, though, which, which is, is kind weird. of bizarre. So the police charged Dennis Oland, his son, uh, with, of second degree murder. They said that Dennis had murdered his father after becoming enraged that his father would not give him a loan. Whoa. Also, Richard's cell phone pinged off a tower near a location that Dennis said he had stopped at after speaking with his father that night. So he went to, I can't remember where he went, but wherever he went, the dad's cell phone pinged. They never found the cell phone, by the way, but they said it pinged and this location, then it shut off. So the police tested Dennis's jacket. They said the dra- jacket was dry cleaned beforehand to cover up evidence while the defense said that he had it dry cleaned because he needed the jacket to attend his father's funeral. To be fair, though, I feel like rich people are always dry cleaning things. <laughs> yeah, so uh, that makes sense <laughs> to me. Like, oh, I just dry cleaned my jacket. You know, I got to go I to feel a like funeral. Rich people are always at the dry cleaners. But also, doesn't he have more than one jacket to wear to a funeral? Yeah, if you're that's a rich weird. person. Yeah. So four microscopic specks of blood were found on the jacket, which matched either Richard's or Dennis's blood. Weird. Weird. 
So there were huge mistakes made early in the investigation. What a surprise. Yeah, no shit, Sherlock. (laughs) The police failed to properly secure the crime scene from contamination. The police used the bathroom in the office for two days before anyone thought to check it for any evidence. Oh my god, dumbasses. It's like that the Springfield what year three. Was this? this was 2011. Oh my god. Like the Springfield three, remember they like all these people are just like traipsing around yeah, the trampling evidence, everywhere. Like, ruining everything. You always gotta treat homes and places of businesses like crime scenes. Like crime Don't scene. Touch anything. Yeah. So after they decided to check the bathroom for evidence, blood belonging to Richard's financial manager's son, Galen McFadden, was found. Which I mean is not that unusual. Yeah. Uh, during the interview with Dennis, when he said he was wearing the same Wait, clothes. As they decided to check the bathroom for evidence, blood belonging to Richard's financials managers. That is weird. That is weird. Why would there be why would there be his blood there? So Dennis Dennis's jacket had blood on it. Yes. And then in the bathroom, the financial manager's son. His blood was found there. Yeah, and I believe it's just like microscopic oh. like blood, so I don't know. It's it's hard to say. I mean, he could have for sure used the bathroom at some point and like his DNA uh, well, was there, I mean, but not like on his period. Maybe yeah. like <laughs> maybe I mean or maybe he I don't know. But maybe like I don't know. It's weird. Like if it's a financial yeah, maybe he cut him. I don't know. Yeah, don't if know. it's a little bit of blood, then maybe it could have been something. But I mean, I can see why the financial manager could maybe kill him or like they could like change. Financial managers, I think, are in charge of wills. Are they not? I don't know. I believe they're in charge of like all of his finances. If he's this financial manager. Yeah. So maybe like maybe is. what if he like mm. what if he like killed Richard in hopes that like had his had his dad changed some of the finances so if something happened to Richard, they would get some of the money or something and then like... That's possible. The son ended up killed. I don't know. Okay, sorry, continue. Just a thought. So during the interview with Dennis, his son, when he said he was wearing the same clothes as the night of the murder, the police did not collect those clothes for testing right then. But when they did decide to collect the jacket, that's when they found the four microscopic specks of blood and the DNA that matches father's profile. However, multiple officers had touched the jacket before it was placed into an evidence bag, so that blood could have come from anywhere. That's so stupid. Yeah. So this is in regards to the jacket, and it comes from a website called canoe.com. So I don't know canoe. what kind of website <laughs> It doesn't sell canoes. So I kept reading that, like, this jacket was a big deal. Mm-hmm. So um, McDonald said that the brown Hugo Boss sports jacket that Olin wore when he visited his father late in the day, July 6, 2011, was seized by St. John police about a week later. Because of its dark color and tweed pattern, it was almost impossible to see stains with the naked eye. The jacket was subsequently rolled up, placed in a paper bag, um, and put in police storage. When the jacket was forensically tested more than four months later, several blood stains were detected. They were later matched to Richard Olin's DNA profile. However, the police officer said he considered it a dry exhibit with little chance of transference, but he agreed with Gold that it should be should have been handled more carefully. 
The court had been told the jacket, which was dry cleaned in the days following the murder, is the only article of Dennis Olin's clothing found to have traces of his father's blood and DNA on it. Oh. Also, like, like my clothing probably has my father's DNA on it, too. And, like, I didn't kill my dad. He's, like, in the next room. Sure. You know, like, if you're close to someone, it will probably have their but DNA his on blood? it. Why would it have his blood, though? Maybe if someone if someone sneezes around you. And yeah, like they and have like maybe, a bloody note or something like ew. Everything coughed, and you were like, "Yeah, you don't know these days. You don't know what's coming out of people's mouths." Know. Olin's defense team had suggested that lack. I thought there was a spider on me, but it was the wire from my earbud. Okay, <laughs> Olin's defense team had suggested the lack of bloods on item belonging to their client, including his car, his cell phone, and most of the clothes points to his innocence. So there was no blood anywhere else except huh. like a little bit of blood on his coat. The, that they found that they decided right. to test four months later. The defense team attempted unsuccessfully to have forensic evidence from the brown jacket ruled admissible. Huh. Richard's secretary stated that Richard had a scalp condition that sometimes would cause small cuts that would bleed. And that Richard was a close talker that would often touch you when speaking. Oh. The defense argued that the blood found on Dennis's jacket could have been from an innocent transfer. I mean, what scalp condition causes you to? Bleed? If you have like a really dry scalp and you like itch it, I guess it could be like bloody, like dandruff. Me, I don't know. I don't know. Gross. Um, police went in and out the main door for nearly a week without gloves before they decided to test the door for fingerprints. A footprint discovered had to be checked against police footwear because of many officers, including the deputy chief, walking through the crime scene unsupervised and without protective gear on. They also never checked the back door for any evidence. Dummies. So stupid. The officer who was guarding the crime scene admitted that at least 19 officers, all superior to him, went in and out of the office where Richard's body was found. What, what are they thinking? What would, what, what, I don't they're understand. Dumb. They don't, they're, they're dumb. They're not trained well. They don't know what they're doing. Cops like don't have to be smart. No. They just have to be angry. Yeah. The defense proved <laughs> that all of the items at the crime scene had been moved by comparing the photographs taken by police. Just shuffling things around. So also if you're like moving shit around, like blood will splatter just by moving yeah. shit. If there's that, if there's 75 pints of blood. I can understand this happening in like 1975 or whenever when it's like, oh, yeah. what's a crime scene? But in 2011, when like every show is about how to treat a crime scene, I can't understand how you just like the normalest of normal person knows what not to do at a crime scene. Well, yeah, it's crazy. It doesn't take a lot to become a cop these days. It doesn't. 
Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. So the trial happens. So since it was the largest jury pool in New Brunswick history, jury selection was held in the nearby hockey arena. That's, That's so wild. It's so Canadian. They had to do jury <laughs> playing in a hockey arena. So the case was very highly publicized in the area. So there were concerns over the ability to have a fair trial. Sure. So about 5,000 prospective jurors were summoned from St. John and Kings counties. 16 jurors were impaneled, 12 jurors with four alternates. And beginning on September 16th, 2015, the, the trial began, and it was the longest in the province's history at 65 days. Wow. Uh, Richard's mistress, Diana Sedlick, testified that she was at home on Darling's Island on the night in question, which was at least a 30-minute drive away from the crime scene, according to Google Maps. Um, and she's married, and her husband only found out about the fair allegedly once she was questioned by the cops so he didn't know either uh, but that i think that's so insane yeah that there's no way that you don't know your spouse is having an eight-year-long affair that's crazy that is maybe they're just old and they just didn't care i don't know yeah unless you have like very low expectations for like your relationship yeah if your spouse is like always on the phone calling or texting other people and like sometimes doesn't come home at night like i'd be like something's up yeah you know how do you not know i don't know man um so the cops they never asked to see the bank records or phone records or the gps in the car of diana's husband they just didn't even i would think is is a, a huge suspect yeah. Crazy. Because this is a crime of passion. Oh, sh- yeah. When it's like a crazy beating like that, it's a crime of passion. So that it's, it's someone had to have know, known him. Yeah. Someone who knew him and was like furious, you know? Yeah. So even with all these issues with the investigation, Dennis Oland was convicted of second degree murder in 2015 and sentenced to life in prison. Wow. But in October 2016... New Brunswick Court of Appeals threw out Dennis's conviction, stating that the judge in the first trial had, quote, erred in his instruction to the jury to disregard a key piece of evidence. So there it was just about like erred and so there's like a missing piece of evidence or something because the whole investigation was botched anyway. It was all messed up. And so in July 2019, he was granted a new trial. And he was found not guilty at that trial. So he's free. Whoa. He's, he's out. a free man. To be honest, I feel like he didn't do it. So the jury basically the jury basically convicted him just because of the jacket. 
just because of the bl- the microscopic blood on the jacket, or like circumstantial circumstantial evidence because he said he didn't have a great relationship with his father. Oh, yeah. He he had gotten a loan from his father in the past for, I believe, $500,000 and was, like, behind on a few payments to him. And he wasn't as successful as his father. So, yeah. I don't know. I don't, I, don't, I don't think he did it. Um, the deputy chief, Glenn McCloseley, was later accused of suggesting other officers lie under oath about his presence at the crime scene. Oh, shit. That's no good. He was later charged with five counts of breaching the police act, two counts of discreditable conduct, and one count each of deceitful behavior, neglect of duty, and being party to a breach of the professional code of conduct. So he was shady. He was a bad guy. Yeah. Uh, McCloskey was cleared of any criminal wrongdoing, but a professional hearing was postponed until the case against Dennis Oland had been resolved. On April 30, 2018, New Brunswick Police Commission announced that Glenn McCloskey was retiring effective immediately. The New Brunswick Police Commission only had the authority to discipline active police officers. Deputy Chief Glenn McCloskey's retirement effectively ended the investigation into any wrongdoing, so he wasn't held responsible for fucking up. That's so crazy. Yeah, like he just, they were like, oh, he's retiring, so they didn't have to do like a whole investigation into how shitty he was as a cop. Insane. So they got St. John Police is currently under investigation by the New Brunswick Police Commission for corruption and a potential cover up. Yeah, good. Come with that, I bet you. Excerpt from interviews to get a sense of what Richard was like. Uh, Richard, this is from Atlantic Business. Richard's relations with his own family also seemed to deteriorate after he left the brewery. He was never the same with his children. His wife, Constant, would tell police the day after his murder. He was a strong and controlling man who could be verbally and emotionally abusive with their two daughters, Lisa and Jackie, but especially with his only son, Dennis. All the children had issues with their father, Connie said, but it was Dennis who bore the brunt of Richard's belief that a father could not be friends with his son. After Richard left Moosehead, Dennis told police things got complicated with his father. You kept your distance. Dennis's wife, Lisa, said Dennis had done his best to win his father's respect, but you can never live up to Richard's standards. That's interesting. Yeah, that is kind of weird. Maybe they did like a Menendez thing, all the all of them together. Oh. Um, for the past eight years, in fact, Richard had been li- having an affair with Diana, a local real estate agent. As the relationship became more public, there was talk of marriage. Dennis had began to feel increasingly guilty for not telling his mother about his father's mistress. Oh, so he knew about it. He knew. Exacerbating the already tense relationships between the two men. Mm. Connie was not unaware of said Lekek, of course, whom she described to police as Dick's friend. She uh-huh. actually oh so Connie so Connie knew. Well, she knew that she he she thought that she was a friend. Yeah. Uh-huh. She actually learned about her husband's murder as a result of a phone call from Wow. So, yeah, cuz Diana so, called the house. Whoa. Dennis said about the mistress, the only person that comes to mind is this proposed girlfriend because she really seemed to be a whack job. Like they called her the dragon lady. You know, <laughs> she's somebody you would think could be the fatal attraction type person so dennis is saying the mistress is a crazy bitch yeah he's leading it towards the mistress but maybe he's deflecting off of himself that's what i'm saying what is dennis's okay this is this is a weird 
train that I'm going on. Uh-oh. What is Dennis's... Board it, Allie. Get on the train. Get that ticket. Board. Get that first class ticket. Okay, choo-choo, guys. Honk, honk. What is What is Dennis's <laughs> sexual orientation? Do we know? Well, he... Wow, that's a fast train you just got on, Allie. <laughs> that's a runaway train. <laughs> I believe he's married to a woman. Oh, okay, because I was going to say, what if Dennis was having an affair with the financial advisor's son. Oh. And the son and Dennis were like, let's kill my dad to try to get the money. Like the son, the financial advisor's son was like, hey, I know how much your your dad has. Right. I know how much you would get should something happen. And I can maybe like convince my dad to arrange it to be more or something. Like I know how much he has now. If he died right now, this is how much you get in on it. It's kind of like a game of clue. Like maybe <laughs> let's kill him together because like Dennis's blood was there and so was a financial advisor's son. That's just like weird to me. That's true. That is weird that they that the police never really investigated. So like it's also like why would the financial advisor's son be there? That is weird. Why was he? I mean, it's makes he could have stopped by at some point in time. Maybe and, he was in the area and he had to go to the bathroom and he and he ran up to the yeah. office. Right. That is weird. I guess. I just feel like somehow Dennis and the financial advisor's son were like in cahoots. Maybe they're buds. Maybe they both had some. Maybe the financial advisor's son was like, Dennis is me, uh, was like, Richard is mean to my dad. He works him like a horse. Like he's verbally abusive to my dad. Oh. I'm so angry. Um, like my dad is always at work. Um, he doesn't have time for me. And then Dennis, one day after drinks, Dennis was like, man, me too. My dad's a dick. Yeah. And then Dennis and the son were like, let's kill him. Ooh, uh, that's that's a theory that I have never heard uh, for this case. Yeah. Welcome. <laughs> welcome to <laughs> welcome to the alley train, baby. That no, that that's interesting, though. That's interesting yeah. because I was thinking I was like, oh, well, maybe Dennis killed him to get like an inheritance. But Connie, Richard's wife, she received the inheritance of $37 million. Oh. She was on the will. So I don't think Dennis could kill him over money. And But... Unless the mom needed... Yeah, maybe the mom needed the money. When the mom dies, the, the money goes to their three kids. But um, yeah. Dennis ended up... Dennis and the financial manager, I believe, ended up running Richard's businesses. Oh, so I, the financial manager was in, I believe, the will or something where he would take over. The financial manager was like, Richard, or, uh, Richard trusts me with his businesses. And so he took over the businesses. He okay, didn't okay, get okay. the inheritance, I believe, that was to his wife, but he did take over the businesses. And I believe Dennis is running either one or a few of them. Well, also, if Connie has a good relationship with the kids, right. I'm sure Connie would be like, I'll pay for some stuff. Like, she's right. going to be like a lenient mom. How old is Connie? Like, they're older, right? She's like in her 80s or 70s or something? I believe so. So, I mean, she's going to croak soon. Yeah, she's going to croak soon. All right. And then they'd get the money. I'm just saying. And I was looking into this mistress's husband, and he's 84, or he was 84 at the time. Oh, wow. So, so like, he probably didn't bludgeon someone to yeah. death. Yeah. Could an 84-year-old do that much damage? Probably not. Have that you would... seen Clint Eastwood? 
That's... That is, he had threesomes in that movie he just oh, did. Oh, yeah. That's true. He also, remember when he talked to a chair? Oh, yeah. No. Yeah, in the what? Republican convention, he like had a full conversation with a chair. Yeah, I remember Why? That. It was, I don't know, because he's, he's Clint old. doing Clint. <laughs> um, <laughs> so Diana and Richard were planning to take a trip to Maine for July 15th through the 19th. So that was why I was like, oh, maybe the uh, the mistress's husband found out about that trip and was like, oh, hell no. But again, he's 84. I don't, unless he hired someone, yeah. but the bludgeoning is so over the top that like, I don't think a, even a hired hand would go that, go that nuts. It's a crime of passion. And then, yeah, it's a crime of passion. so in Dennis's defense, why, if he was wearing that jacket when he killed his father, why would he keep the jacket but get rid of the the weapon, the crime? Yeah, that's there's crazy. no weapon. Why would he be like, oh, I'm going to keep this jacket? And also, it would be splattered in blood because there was so much blood everywhere. Yeah, there's there's no. Yeah, yeah I don't I don't think that's the case. I another theory was the other business partners thing, which is like the financial manager thing. That that makes sense to me. Yeah, I'm I'm I just got I got a strong premonition. <laughs> and I was like, my brain was like, that was it. Wow. That's it. The daughter, uh, I there's some sort of documentary that I couldn't find. So I know it's, it's on CBC. It's in Canada. I we, I, can't, I tried to watch it. I can't watch in this country. Yeah, I can't find it. Um, so the maybe maybe um, Martin can find it since he is a Canadian passport. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Put in your passport <laughs> number to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> um, the daughter of Dennis Olin's defense lawyer produced a documentary on it, which feels oh. like uh, wrong. Like, can you do that? Yeah, that's like how Michael Jordan produced The Last Dance. Oh my God, he did? But like he, yeah. So it was like, although he did come off as like, yeah, he was kind of an asshole, but like he produced it, you know? So it was like. Well, that's like that Taylor Swift documentary too. She produced that too. Right. She came off fantastic. I was not a fan until I saw that documentary and I was like, I'm a hardcore Taylor Swift fan. Yeah. Um, Now, someone on Reddit about Olin's mistress said, I wonder why Olin's mistress wasn't investigated given the evidence. I'm not saying she is guilty. Given what came out, she had to move. I mean, her her texts are beyond embarrassing and just show how damaged she is. I didn't think they were no. that embarrassing. Like, I send those all the time. Yeah. <laughs> she is not a nice person. One could never excuse that. Um, but why didn't they go uh, down the path to shed more light on that? Yeah. So people were saying that she's like a fatal attraction lady, and I guess they never touched on that during the trial. So who knows? I wonder if she's having more affairs with other men. Probably. I mean, she texted him saying oh, that right. many men would love her. That's right. She was pretty so, attractive for an older lady. She was. She's like a she's like a hot blonde. Yeah. So I mean, we all know that blondes can get it. <laughs> wink wink. <laughs> <laughs> and then another theory um, I had was that the police fucked up the crime scene so much that they just were like, oh, it's Dennis, just to cover their own asses because they messed up all the evidence. They're like, oh, well, we know it's the son because we're competent and we know what we're doing, even though they messed up the whole investigation. For sure. So I think they were like, yeah, that's just I mean, the I easiest person to blame. And they, they did, there were no other suspects. It was just the son from the beginning. 
And it seemed like they didn't even try to find other suspects. They were just like, and so the, in that four hour interrogation with the son, I, I didn't watch the full four hours, but like I skimmed through it. I mean, if he, he could be a sociopath, but he came off as like very calm and like didn't come off as like a murder suspect. But again, that's like he could just be really good at being a sociopath. I think if I was accused of murder and I didn't do it, I'd be like pretty calm. I'd just be like, I didn't do it. This is crazy. Yeah, but you would have done it. That's the thing. <laughs> that's the thing. Yeah, I mean, there's no I am a sociopath. and there's <laughs> No, actually, I took the sociopath test and I scored very low. The only person oh, I of the three high. of us who scored high was Melissa. Yeah, I did. Yeah, Melissa's was sh- alarmingly high. Uh, yeah, no, it's not, guys. On this post. <laughs> I wouldn't. Mine was I wouldn't even hurt a fly. Melissa's Ooh, like you hurt flies for Melissa's fun. Melissa's like she has dead flies like, all <laughs> over her apartment. Oh no, <laughs> Melissa keeps dead flies as pets. Yeah. Um. So, anyways, like I personally think it was maybe like Dennis and I just like really hung up on the financial advisor's son. Yeah, me too. They never really looked more into that. Yeah, I just think that's really weird. So I. I personally think there's something there. I don't know really what it is, but I I think there's something to it. Um, Melissa, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, I think the son does have something to do with it. I don't know if he himself killed him or because it had to be someone close to him because you don't just like if you're hired for a job to kill someone, you don't go in and just beat the shit out of them like 45 blows to them like that's you just kill them and you get out of there yeah that's so it had it had to be i don't know if it was the son if it was the financial manager it was one of those two yeah it was crazy maria uh what do you think well i was just thinking like how nervous must the mistress have been like when Mm -hmm. she found out he was dead and then she's like oh no my last text to him incriminate me beyond belief it was like you're pathetic (laughs) <laughs> yeah yeah that's why you should never send crazy texts man yes yeah but i don't you know. never know I don't, who's gonna get murdered yeah i don't i don't know i mean usually it's kind of the person you think it 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 is right yeah and like yeah so who do you think it is <laughs> <laughs> i don't know that's why it's not solved i i, I mean i don't know i don't know i think that this is something that um that needs to be investigated some more. And I'm not, I won't rest until this case is closed. Wow. <laughs> wow. That's great. Thank you. Um, Thanks, well, anyways, Melissa, if people have any ideas about this case, if someone's Canadian um, <laughs> and wants to say hi, where can they reach us? You can email us at webcrawlerspod at gmail.com or you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at webcrawlerspod or on Facebook or Reddit or Patreon. Amazing. Uh, <laughs> thank you so much, everyone, for listening. I am Allie Siegel. I'm Melissa Stetton. And I'm producer Maria. Bye. Bye. Original. 
My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.